Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Any a way, a way maker? Anybody in here? A door opener? Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Standing here, not knowing how we'll get through this test. Come on now. But holding on to faith we know best. Nothing can catch you by surprise. You've got this in control, and you're watching us now. Oh. In everything we need you supply, you got this in control, and now we know that you made a way. I believe that. And we're standing here only because you made a way. Now we're here, 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 looking back on where we come from. Because of you and nothing we've done, Lord, deserve the Lord and mercy you've shown. Your grace was strong enough to pick us up and you made a way. When our backs were against the wall, and it looked, and it looked as if it was over, you made a way. Anybody testimony today? And we're standing here only because you made, you made a way. You made a way. When our backs were, when our backs were against the wall, it looked like it was and over, and it looked as if it was over. Are you ready? If you move mountains, because walls to fall with all power, performs miracles, there is nothing that's impossible. And we're standing here only because you made a way. You move mountains, because walls to fall. That's impossible. That's impossible. And we're standing here only because you made. You move out here. You call the walls to fall. 
been a few weeks 
since I got to preach. And so much has been happening. Oh, while I'm thinking about it, I looked out and I saw Janelle Skelton on the camera. I just don't know where you are in real life. Welcome home, Miss Janelle. All the way from Texas. And Brother Eric Klinkscales, all the way from Florida. And uh, where's Miss Draw? I think I saw Miss Draw too. Miss Draw, that's Minister Tara's mom from Paducah, Kentucky. Who is? Oh, Octavian, General Drummond. <laughs> Welcome home, sir. There's so much that's been going on. Our country is still reeling from the senseless and ongoing killings of black men at the hands of the ones who are assigned to protect and serve. We are in trouble. Then there is the equally senseless killing of police officers out of frustration and growing animosity we feel in this country. We are in trouble. Top that off with the Republican convention a couple weeks ago. And I can say it because I am one. I think I'm about to be an independent. A convention when, where the nominee's wife literally stood up and stole the words of this country's first lady. Not to mention the fact that Donald Trump is the Republican nominee for the President of the United States. And don't get me wrong, the Democratic convention last week wasn't any better. We are in trouble. There are many in this country who feel that in November we will just have to go and choose from the lesser of two evils. This country's outlook seems bleak. It seems nobody knows exactly what to do, including the church. We are in trouble. But thank God for the sons of Korah. You remember Korah. Uh, Korah was one of the Levites, an offspring of Kohath who was in charge of the instruments for worship in the tabernacle. They were the ones charged with the holy things. They were responsible for the care of the ark, for the table, for the lampstand, for the altars, the articles of the tabernacle used in ministering, the, the curtain, everything related to their use. And they were under the supervision of one of Aaron's sons named Eleazar. You remember that? And they had the burden of transporting all this stuff, all these items from place to place as the camp moved. And they had the burden of carrying this stuff on their shoulders, but they were not allowed to actually touch it or they would die. So the priests had to wrap sacred objects in special coverings before they were transported. Now some of the Kohathites started to resent their assignment and they wanted to be the priests instead of staying where God assigned them to be. That's a whole different sermon, though. 
So Korah was the grandson of Kohath, and he began to run with some guys named Dathan and Abiram uh, and uh, On. And in their pride, these three got 250 people together who got the gall, who had the nerve to challenge Moses and Aaron, saying, y'all not the only holy ones. We're all holy. What makes you think that you're any better than us? Moses said, I tell you what, y'all come here and y'all try to offer some, uh, y'all try to burn the incense and let's see what happens. Now God told Moses, he said, tell the rest of the people to stay away from them because it ain't going to be good. Moses said, this is how you'll know who's real. If these men die by natural causes, you know I'm a fake. But if God does something new and opens up the ground and swallows them alive, then you'll know they're faking. And so they come and they go to burn the incense and guess what God does? Opens up the ground, swallows them alive. Now, that's Korah and his associates. Korah and everybody who was associated with him. But now, in Psalm 46 and some of the other Psalms, we read... A psalm of the sons of Korah. Psalms that we love, like Psalm 42. As the deer panted after the water brook, so my soul pants for you, O Lord. Psalms that we love, like Psalm 48. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness. These are songs from a group of people who, had, who God had every right to wipe out just because they were associated with Korah. They were songs of people who deserve to be gone, but because of God's grace and mercy, they're still alive to sing his praises. Anybody in here whom God could have legitimately wiped from the face of the earth? Because the Bible is right, the wages of sin is death. But you know the only reason you're here is because of his mercy. Uh-huh, thank God for the sons of Korah. And so in response to the trouble in this world, in this nation, in this state, in this city, in our neighborhoods, and yes, even in many of our homes, the sons of Korah penned this Psalm 46. And here's what they said, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble so we are in trouble verse 10 they write this be still and know that I am God am I as loud out, loud out there as I sound to myself uh huh I got the mic all the way down here I want to put it right there. Okay, so y'all thank you. There we go. But give it to me in my monitors. Can y'all still hear what I'm saying? All right. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. I just want to deal with two verses today. Verse 1. 
and verse 10 these two short verses the writers encourage our hearts with three truths to help us rest in trouble and that's what I want to talk about today resting in trouble now when I say resting I don't mean doing nothing I mean being at peace resting in trouble if we're going to be at peace in the middle of the storm first of all we must recognize number one the reality of God the reality of God it's in verse 1 here's, a, here's the way it starts out God is God the word that's used there in the original text is Elohim this is the Hebrew name for God that's used over 2600 times in the Old Testament it's the one that's used all through the creation story this name is generally used especially when referring to the creative power of God God Elohim is God is this is the uh, the reality of God God just is I heard one preacher refer to it like this this is the isness of God when Moses was being commissioned, he asked God, who am I supposed to tell Pharaoh sent me? And, uh, and God says, well, you tell Pharaoh I am sent you. I'm everything you need me to be before you even know that you need me to be it. I am. We must first grasp that reality. Hebrews 11.6 says it like this, without faith, it's in, you don't know what it says, without faith it's impossible to please the Lord and he who comes to him must first believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. John the Revelator recorded it like this, God saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is who was and who is to come. The prophet Isaiah recorded the word of the Lord in chapter 44 verse 6. I am the first and I'm the last and beside me there is no God. Then Jesus comes on the scene all through the gospel of John and he says, uh, he, he, he announces I am the bread of life. John 6, John 8 I am the light of the world. Before Abraham was I am John 10 I am the door I am the good shepherd John 11 I am the resurrection and the life John 14 I am the way the truth and the life John 15 I am the true vine here is the truth of the matter we're going to be all right because God is Robert Fryson said it like this God is the joy and the strength of my life he moves all pain misery and strife he promised to keep me and never to leave me and he's never come short of his word God is if we're going to rest in trouble and we are in trouble if we're going to rest not only do we have to have the reality of God but thank God we also have relationship with God that's number two relationship with God I'm still in the first verse three words in what does it say God is our. Thank God for relationship. It doesn't just say God is a refuge. God is our refuge. When I was a little kid, we used to sing, Jesus is mine. Everywhere I go, y'all remember that? Everywhere I be. Jesus 
is mine. God is our refuge. That word literally means shelter. Shelter, especially from rain or storm or danger. Proverbs 18.10 put it like this. You already know what it says. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Isn't it good to know that we have some place to go? A shelter from life's storms. In other words, he's a refuge when I need to run. But not only is he my refuge when I need to run, but he's also my strength when I have to stay and fight. And I don't want you to be misled. You do recognize that sometimes we have to stay and fight. We love to tell the story about Jehoshaphat where God said go down and stand still because you ain't going to have to do nothing. But sometimes the enemy comes up against you and you have to actually get engaged in the battle. And aren't you glad to know that he's your strength when you got to stay and fight? Some of you would have given up on that job a long time ago, but you don't have release. You got to stay and fight. Some of you would have given up on that marriage a long time ago, but you ain't got no release. You got to stay in fact. I'm, I'm not supposed to say it, but some of these church members right here at Mount Calvary would have been out of here a long time ago, but God won't let you go. He said, you got to stay and fight. <laughs> Touch somebody, tell them, thank God for strength since I got to stay and fight. But no problem, I'm not scared of the fight. I can say like David, I'm trying to keep my composure. I can say like David, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me. In this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life I gotta let me go ahead and finish it out to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple for in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide he shall set me upon a rock and now shall my head be lifted up above my enemies so I will offer to him the sacrifice of joy so anybody glad to have relationship with God Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Shout, I'm his and I know it. He's mine and I'm glad about it. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm glad to be saved, sanctified. Uh, glory. Hallelujah. And filled with this precious Holy Ghost. Ah, thank you. I got one more point. I got to keep going. God is 
our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble not only do we find the reality of God and our relationship with God but I'm grateful that we can rest in the reliability of God that's our third point simply put you can count on him here the psalmist says he's a very present help in trouble that word very in the original text means exceeding going above he's present matzah in the Hebrew he is present that, that word has a couple meanings let me tell you what they are number one it means to be found in a place did you catch that he's a very present meaning to be found in a place and the psalmist says he's a present help in trouble I'm learning that one of the places that he's very present is you ready for in trouble now we've got this whole thing backwards we think that he's present in good times and he removes himself in trouble but the psalmist says he is a very present help he can be found in that as a matter of fact there's some people here who can testify right now that you found the Lord in trouble you were going along just your merry way while no trouble was going on depending and leaning on yourself but when you got in trouble you found him hallelujah somebody found him to be a healer because you got sick you found him to be a provider because you were broke when you were in trouble he was an advocate when you felt all alone you found a friend when you were dirty you found a cleaner when you were in bondage you found a deliverer when you were on your way to a burning hell you found a savior Look at somebody, tell him, I found him in trouble. Found him. Found him in trouble. I wasn't thinking about him till I got in trouble. That's why you came out of the trouble so much better than you went into the trouble because in the trouble you found him. Very present. That's that's one that's one sense of the word. There's another sense of the word though. That word present also means to be left after war. To be left after war. In other words, in all the turmoil in our lives, in the whirlwind going on around us, when the dust clears, there will be one standing. When everybody who made promises falls through on their promises, there will be one standing. When everybody else leaves, he is very present. Thank you. 
And then finally, the word means to be found sufficient. In other words, to be enough. God is our refuge and strength. He's enough. I don't need him and Hillary. I don't need him and Donald. I don't need him and money. I don't need him and fame. I just need him. I love you. I like being with you. But I just need him. He is enough. Has anybody come to find out that God is enough? Isn't that good news? I said, isn't that good news? He's enough. He's reliable. He's dependable. He's faithful. He's trustworthy. He's credible. He is enough. How do you know it, Reverend? I'm glad you asked me because he has been authenticated. He's been documented. He's been proven. He's been substantiated. He's been validated. He's been verified. You don't believe me? Look and ask your neighbor. Won't he do it? He is enough. Oh God. I wish I could preach like I feel it, but he is enough. When everybody else leaves, he's enough. When the doctor says that's all, we can't do nothing else, he's still enough. When the bank says no, you can't have that loan, he's still enough. <laughs> when your family turns their back on you, he's still enough. When the bank account is empty, he's still enough. He's still enough. He is still enough. Glory, 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 glory. That's why, that's why, that's why he had to let you get down to nothing. <laughs> that's why he had to let you get down to nothing. That's why he pulled the rug out from under you. That's why everybody else turned and walked away. Because he needed you to know that he is enough. <laughs> I got Jesus. Somebody give him glory.
somebody give him honor he is enough you've been crying over it long enough you've been looking back long enough if you don't have it it's because you didn't need it God is enough touch three people tell him tell them watch it watch it watch it glory watch him watch him do it watch him do it yes sir yes sir watch him do it Watch him make ways out of no way. Watch him open doors for you. Watch him make the crooked way straight. Watch him make the valleys exalted. Watch him bring the hills low. Watch him do it. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> yes, sir. We got to get out of here. But no wonder the psalmist said, Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried into the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, though there are some corrupt police officers, though crime is all around us, though the economy is fickle, though unrighteous folk hold offices in the land, though we are unsure of the future, there is a river, the streams thereof make glad the city of our God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. So be still. Be still. Chill out. Calm down. Quit freaking out. Set out somewhere. Compose yourself and know that I am God. I will <laughs> be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in all the earth. Be still and know that I am. I am. I am. will be exalted how do you know it reverend because I sent my son and he gave his life and I've given him a name that's above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee 
shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Yes, we are in trouble. But thank God that He is our refuge and our strength. He is a very, hallelujah, present help in trouble. Can I say this? America hasn't been ready for God's help because we've been trying to do it ourselves we live in the country of pull yourself up by your own bootstraps America has had the misconception that we brought ourselves to where we are So what God has allowed to be and is allowing is for us to see that we have brought ourselves to who we are. And so every day we turn on the news and we see somebody new being shot, whether it's across the country or in our neighborhood. Every day we turn on the television look at the internet, the more and more devastation. Because America hasn't been ready for God's help. Because America didn't realize that we were in trouble. God shows up in trouble. Mount Calvary, saints of God, listen, I don't know who else you think he has to use. We are the agents of the kingdom on earth. That's why I need us to pray earnestly so that we go in. This is just, this is the first meeting for right now. But we need to come out with a strategy, a God-given strategy 
Because what that psalm says, and I don't have time to go into all of it, but there is a river in the city of our God. In other words, there's a river where God lives. And let me just break it down real quick. Jesus said, out of your belly, y'all don't hear me, shall flow rivers of living water. There is a river the streams whereof make glad the city of our God. That's us. So it makes sense then when the psalmist write, God is in the midst of her. He shall help her and that right early. That's us. The world doesn't have any river running out of them. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. It's going to be all right. Do you realize the kind of stuff God is opening up to us? We didn't call the Black Cultural Festival and ask if we could have a spot. They called us and said, we want Mount Calvary to open up the festival. We didn't call Dorinda Clark and say, hey, can you have your conference here and bring all these people from everywhere? They called us and said, listen, we want to do it at your church. Is that all right? So we're getting opportunity for that river to make glad the city. But the river's got to flow. Right key, just wrong song. <laughs> Here's what I want to say. Open the floodgates of heaven. Let it rain. Let it rain. Y'all got to spell it. Open, open, open.
One person tell them I hear the rain coming. I'm talking about with my faith. I hear the rain. I, I hear the rain. I hear the rain. I'm telling you, I hear it. I hear the rain. Open the floodgates. that Jesus is Lord, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. If you're here and you're not sure you're saved, would you come now? 
Listen, we're all going to spend eternity somewhere. But you can make sure that you're going to spend eternity with Jesus Christ. If you're here and you're not sure you're saved, come now. You're not too dirty. You haven't been gone too long. You haven't gone too far. If you're here and you have breath in your body, you have an opportunity to get it right with God through Jesus. And you can't get it right without Jesus. Come now. He loves you. It's raining. I can't promise it'll be easy, but it's worth it.